Welcome back to another episode of Insect News. Uh, your upcoming forecast is it's cold. There's nothing the, to see. All the bugs are busy dying. Yeah, in the northern Sorry. states, it's going to be cold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're also recording on one mic today, so apologies if there's a little talk over, because uh, we have no way of fixing that. Yeah, you get a, a good look into what it's like before I, I go yeah. in and I, I chop it all up. <laughs> yeah, usually we just talk over each other simultaneously and we just like move the audio around. Yeah, so. you, you can record a whole episode in half the time if you just completely talk over yeah, each exactly. other. Yeah, exactly. It's actually yeah. surprisingly efficient. The yeah. pros do it like that. Yeah, so it's actually, that's how all, uh, like, that's how movies work. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All the behind the scenes yeah. stuff. Whenever you see a video podcast, they train themselves to talk concurrent. Yeah, exactly. Talk like conversation. Yeah, they leave the perfect amount of gap, and then they're like, "Oh, now my co-host is going to say a joke," and then Mm -hmm. you know they laugh. Yeah, if you ever see them both on the same screen, so they edit it. It's green screen. Yeah, yeah, it's fake. It's all fake. Uh, (laughs) Our first story uh, in our our insect news bulletin is a study that came out that has raised the question of if bumblebees can play. Yeah, this one really had the uh, it had its heightened popularity like two weeks ago when we mentioned it the past episode, but we kind of wanted to go back and take a look at the actual actual study to kind of cuz it was a it was a neat story but a lot of times when you see stuff, see stuff like this when it comes to insects the news will kind of like it's never untrue but they kind of fluff up the title a little bit of the story to make it seem more so we really wanted to look at the actual paper and the paper itself it's pretty interesting they did the study had these bees and there was a path between them and their food and it was filled with these little multicolored balls and in a previous study they actually noticed them interacting with them beyond the scope of what they were they were trained to interact with them in that yeah. study but they went beyond the scope of uh, interacting with food. So this is a study as to much test. As teachers' pets. Yeah. You know? This study was to see if it was uh, anything that resembled play in mammals. Well, mammals are known to play. The study of play in insects is it, insects I mean, don't really do that very much. Yeah, it's not. It's just also just. I mean, most research is not really focused on stuff like that for insects. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, like, so there's it, there's not a lot of precedent, and yeah. that's why there was such excitement around because it, it's a it's a legitimately novel behavior. Insects are assumed to not do this, and yeah, they don't often aren't often observed with play like play like activities and so the the study goes through a, a lot of decently compelling reasons as to why this is kind of a unique behavior they they rule out feeding responses they rule out mating responses they rule out foraging behavior so they kind of disconnect it from all the usual uh, I guess excuses for this behavior so it's not like oh it's just this or oh it's just that no it's a it's a separate behavior they're doing it for no particular reason, I guess. There's no direct reward. There's no immediate incentive, but they still, in a choice experiment, they were a choice assay, they were, they picked going to the chamber with the balls way more than I did, way more than they did going to a chamber without. And so it, it's definitely a, a unique behavior. It's, it's not something that's just an aspect of another behavior. Yeah. We can kind of circle it back around to a lot of what the stories are saying, where it's like saying bumblebees are playing or this is playing bumblebees. Yeah, this is that's the kind of thing that happens a lot whenever some study comes out that that kind of shows an interesting new behavior, and then uh, you know when you look actually look at the the um, you look at the paper, it doesn't necessarily like, definitively say that these bumblebees are playing for the exact same reasons that human beings play. It's uh, it's it's you know it's like this is an interesting behavior, and it definitely seems to be like something you could interpret as play, but it's not like it's been scientifically proven that mm-hmm. it's the exact same thing as, as how humans play and it's not necessarily a harmful it's you know it's a better headline be like yeah bees bumblebees will play rather than like new evidence of uh behavior in bumblebees seems to suggest a play like you know so yeah, it, yeah. it makes sense but you know you see that a lot i think in the study they say a play like behavior yeah is being observed and a lot of the evidence is them ruling out any other regular behaviors so yeah. they're obviously making a case for it being a play-like behavior, but they never actually go out and say that this is, in fact, play. Yeah. And it's interesting, and definitely, I think, yeah. it's the kind of thing you'd be really interested in further research and the behavior 
uh, you know, and, 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 you know, if we can really, like, how it can connect to how mammals play and stuff. Mm. So it's a really interesting, it's a really interesting yeah. study. It's certainly, so. they make, it's certainly, it's, it's very, like, when you read I mean, the article, it makes a lot of sense, yeah. like, because they kind of talk about how it could be kind of connected to almost enrichment for the bees. Yeah, I'd really love to but, see kind of, um, you know, yeah. what the... And there's a really adorable are. video. You can, you can find the video oh, online. Oh, yeah. It's, the so, it's kinda, so cute. It runs yeah. up to it, hops on, and starts rolling it around like, yeah. like a circus animal I on think, a balloon. I think it definitely helps that bumblebees are just really adorable. And they're because, very whimsical. Um, you know, they're if you're watching a, like, like a wasp play, you know, I feel like people will be less ready to be like, oh, look at the wasp, it's playing, you know? Yeah. So it's like... that. That's probably why it's such big news is because mm-hmm. bumblebees are just so irresistibly adorable. Yeah, know? like if there was any insect that would be found playing with a little ball. It's a bumblebee. Yeah. I mean, look, they yeah. look like they want to go and toss a ball around. They're so mm-hmm. cute. It's very believable. Yeah. Like, well, just when you hear bumblebees are playing, it's like, of course they yeah, are. Of why course would it? Why yeah, would it? they're frolicking in the meadows. You know, they, yeah. bumblebees, if I saw a bumblebee with a picnic basket like flying into a meadow i wouldn't even think twice i'd be like oh of course yeah. there we go they, they yeah. finally figured it out you yeah know? like that's that's what's it's, natural for it's about them. time somebody get somebody got them onto this yeah exactly mm. so another uh, uh thing well i guess it's probably not an issue for anyone right now uh but you notice in the summer some of you might feel like uh, the mosquitoes just love you you know and they just they go for you like way more than your friends your family there actually might be uh some interest uh, some interesting new research into that if you feel that way mm. so you're not crazy yeah, you're not crazy. <laughs> it might be real. So, um, so there's been uh, a group of researchers. So this um, this is actually led by the same person who did the study on mos- uh, mosquito olfactory redundancy that we talked about in um, one of our previous episodes. Uh, so they led a study to figure out why some people are more attractive to mosquitoes than others. Um, so basically how they conducted this, it had these nylon sleeves and they had people wear them for six hours and then they put them in, uh, choice assays that they did for the mosquitoes. Yeah, so they had two sleeves in two separate chambers, yeah, and they went to either one. Um, and so there's one person, Subject 33, who was found to be far more attractive to the mosquitoes than anyone else. I'd like to think that that person, just like their whole life, they'd be like, I, like, I knew it! Like, yeah. I knew it! You all said I was wrong! I knew it! <laughs> like... It was like their big like moment of vindication. Yeah, <laughs> like, thought it was crazy. I told but you, no. mother. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And so they um they sorted all the participants, and so they uh into like the high and low attractors, and they test all the compounds in um the sebum, I think is how you pronounce that, which is like a it's a moisturizing barrier on our skin. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's discovered that so uh, mosquito magnets. Um, they produced uh, carboxylic acids at a much higher level than the less mosquito-attractive people. Um, and so carboxylic acids are, they're used by our skin bacteria to produce our kind of unique, our human smells. Um, and so that's how the mosquitoes might be identifying you uh, as a favorite if you have, um, if you're producing a lot of carboxylic acids. Yes, if you think you're a legitimate mosquito magnet. You might be. You might be. Yeah. There's a, a real chemical basis for that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's everything that mosquitoes do is on a chemical basis. Yeah, that's the whole I mean, deal. I would honestly, this is thing, just, that really it would not surprise me at all that, because they must have, they have to have really advanced methods of, uh, you know, seeking mm. out, you know, what animals to get their meals from, because that's how they live. So, yeah. You know. yeah, we just saw, like, in the, a couple weeks ago, yeah. how even when you knock out a whole, like, cluster of receptors, they, they're still going, you know, they're yeah. fine. And there was another interesting story, uh, back to a bee story, but some... Yeah, some let's move on to insects that we actually like. Yeah. <laughs> some, some researchers wanted to get a look into these giant... The, you know, when, when, when bees will swarm out of a hive, they form these humongous clusters surrounding the queen, 
And these, this is what you see, like, hanging off of someone's car yeah. in a tree. They'll just have, the, they'll follow the queen, so the queen flies somewhere uh, inconvenient, and then there's a Brazilian bees flying around. But, and they, the, these swarms are actually really highly structured because they're resistant to, like, the wind blowing yeah. on them, they're hanging up they and down. They gotta protect the queen. Yeah, and so the, these regions wanted to get a look on the inside to kind of see how the internal structure was set up, and you, you'd imagine this is rather challenging to do. Yeah. You can't really uh, perfectly bisect a swarm of bees, they don't, they don't play like that. But, and so what they decided to do was just fully stick the swarm into a CT scanner. <laughs> and so they, they got a smaller CT scanner that Like for worked. dogs or something? Yeah, it was yeah. like a, a veterinary yeah. CT scanner. And they kind of, I guess they tied the queen bee to a board <laughs> to get the... <laughs> was she under anesthetic? Or like, I don't know. It sounds kind of stressful. They, <laughs> they got their hands on a queen bee. I imagine yeah. it's like a bee beard, you know? Yeah. Or like oh, that. yeah, yeah. And so they got all the bees to swarm out of the hive and they, all the bees, like, jumped onto the bottom of this board because that's the queen was and so they i guess they either picked up the board or they had the board in the ct scanner mm -hmm. and so then they kind of rotated the board in the scanner and got a, a full interior scan of the ct of, and get a full 3d scan of the inside of the hive that apparently works super well they got they yeah. can even pick out individuals inside the swarm but i wonder how that went over with the veterinary hospital it's like <laughs> oh we got a like the i think it was in boulder like the uc i think it was uc boulder or something yeah but I'm just like, imagining like they're about to like wheel like like a dog in. They're like, stop! We <laughs> like yeah. this bee needs immediate surgery. <laughs> My bee, yeah. can you save them? Yeah. Stop operating on that dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't operate this. This bee is my son. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, or like like oh, the university's uh needs to use our CT scanner. Like, oh, okay, what's it do that? Is like the college of yeah. veterinaria? No, uh, like like college of evolutionary biology. Like college of biology. Oh, well, what's it for? Uh, bee swarm. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the patient's going through it's on a gurney. Yeah. <laughs> a huge yeah. hive of bees. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're putting an IV drip of sucrose just kind of on the top. Yeah, of they're it. just like sprinkling it on. Yeah, I need more pollen, stat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> back to the actual content. But yeah. they, they found out that <laughs> that's real. That happened. Yeah, yeah. and this is all truth. We have never told a lie. But yeah. and they found out that the bee swarms are structured a bit like a, a, a kind of a pyramid, upside down, of course. Like yeah. But and it's. It kind of follows a mathematical... Well, a pyramid? Yeah. Oh, my God. It means aliens. Yeah, aliens. Wow. That's crazy. Because because pyramids are not found anywhere in nature. So it has to be aliens. <laughs> well, they're not an actual <laughs> yeah. pyramid, but, you know, like... Yeah, I, yeah. Pyramid, like, I imagine. And also, it's yeah. an upside down blob. But, but it kind of ended up following this mathematical law called a scaling law. And this seems to be a super general law that just kind of states, like, two quantities... When two quantities scale with each other. And this scales... And it's scaled in the way that each layer supports weight... That equals about its own weight to the one half power, uh, and so that leads to each layer exerting about the same proportional effort, regardless of where it is in the swarm. Like the base mm. layer holding up the whole rest of the swarm uh, is proportionally exerting the same effort as the the almost the, the like t I guess quote top layer. When I say top layer, it's the one that's facing towards yeah. the bottom because you know the, the they're on the very bottom, and so like that layer is holding up like two bees proportionally. It's the same to the one at the top yeah. because of the scaling. Also, in the study, they calculated how much weight a single honeybee could carry. And the answer, apparently, is about 35 other honeybees. Although, so when they're swarming, they usually only have to carry, at most, like, four other bees. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's always interesting with honeybees how, like, like structured their whole organization is. I know, like, I know it's, like, the stereotype. like the like, Not stereotype, but the bees are, like, it's a really organized colony. But it goes even beyond just, like, the social organization. Like, their honeycombs are, like, mathematically correct, you know. You can apply mathematics. They're swarming. It's just always been kind of. I don't. I don't I'm. I've never been super interested in honeybees, but it is always kind of interesting to hear about how 
they're like almost like perfect organization. Yeah, yeah they're really fascinating. It's, it's so the whole it's so rational. Like, yeah, they do. Yeah, that's it's just. Uh, I mean, I think all like social, um, you know, like social insects are just really fascinating. But just bees are so so highly structured. It's just mm-hmm. really fascinating. Like bees and the ants are kind of just it's just really it's just so advanced. It's just really fascinating. Mm-hmm. to learn about every every new thing i learn about like uh like their behavior is just like kind of mind-blowing yeah speaking of ants this is off topic but i saw you might know this about them all i saw something a bit ago talking about how somebody put like a fruit loops in their ants container and they hauled it off in the corner and started piling dead ants on it and apparently it's because it has inside of fruit loops there's like an uh like such and such acid which was also produced by ants really? to, as a sign of death <laughs> So, so so Fruit Loops smell like dead ants. I guess. They, <laughs> yeah. So the ants are like a dead ant pile, and it's yeah. dump, putting like, oh, dead nice. ants on top of the Fruit Loops. So weird looking ants. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Wait, well. so so someone just has like a pet ant? I guess they had a pet ant colony. Oh, they, a co- okay. You said pet. I was thinking like a single pet yeah. ant. I was like, <laughs> this is this I was is like Leroy. A yeah. <laughs> it would be, be kind of miserable, yeah. not like <laughs> my one ant. Yeah. Occasionally, I give her Fruit Loops so she just thinks she's not alone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I give her Fruit Loops so she thinks she wasn't alone, yeah. but she just didn't find them before yeah. they died. Yeah, she's like, no, I can't remember her name. <laughs> the dark, cursed yeah. existence. I created purgatory for yeah. one particular ant. I sent this ant to hell. <laughs> yeah, this, I is cur- I, this is where I psychologically torture an ant that I found on the ground. Yeah. I've been contacted by the CIA for my skills. An yeah. ant interrogation. Yeah. Interrogation. <laughs> interrogation. Yeah, there we go. See, there was, it took a minute. But we yeah, got we got there. Yeah. We got to the end. All right. Well, not, that's all the news that we have for now today. Now that we've peaked, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, end actually, of episode. You know, I'm I'm reminded by that. I do. I think that our our podcast is tagged their comedy on Spotify, and I have to change that. Really? Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. Is it really tagged as comedy? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> well. You be the judge, yeah, dear be, listener. Yeah. You be the judge. Vote now on your phone. Yeah, we'll Is see you this all. funny or should we quit forever? <laughs> yeah. and we'll, I'm at, we'll see you all in uh, two weeks' time. <laughs> <laughs>